Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's Ronan and Michael here from Pure Decisions. Uh, we're coming to you from the future. If you need the winning lottery numbers, stay tuned. So, essentially, the episode you're about to watch is episode two, right? Which was class. It was actually brilliant, so enjoy it. And we'd just like to let you all know that the pub is open, but there's a few issues with the sound. So, obviously, you're used to 10 out of 10 quality sound from us. This is more of a... It's an eight and a half. It's a nine. Eight and a half or a nine, yeah, because producer Dan... Made a balls of it. <laughs> uh, but rest assured, uh, it's still high quality. It looks fantastic. And when you get back to episode three, which we've just filmed... Just, man, it was class. It was... Honestly, episode two and three are in the top three episodes we've ever done. Uh, like, you, you'll be mind-blown how much you love it. So, um, yeah, enjoy episode two, and we will see you in a couple of weeks in episode three. Ciao. Ciao for now. No, dude. Do you have sun cream on? <laughs> Stay at those shoes. How'd you get here in those? Yeah, I know. Yeah, tell you. Uh, are you doing our accounts with that shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Hair. Like, although I did, like, get to do a wee bit of camping around Ireland, but I've never been here before. Sligo is unreal. This in is fairness, class. That's Ben Bulbin in the background there. Yeah. Um, I mean, the main issue with this field, which we absolutely have permission to be in, <laughs> is uh, we're actually not anywhere near a pub. I know. Uh, a couple of good ones in Sligo, though, isn't it? A couple of good ones. Uh, I know a spot. Best in Ireland. Best in Ireland. So they say. <sighs> Can't wait. Right. Lead on. the way. Go on. I'll follow you. Ah, oh, <laughs> Jesus. I can't believe we got this far. Um, episode two of Four Decisions, or as one fellow on Reddit called it, podcast for people who genuinely like Maniacs of Heaven. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I love Maniacs of Heaven. I think it's a brilliant show. <laughs> I actually danced to it at my format when I was at school. Um, yeah, so since episode one has come out, we have a Reddit thread, which I think means that we're pretty famous. I think we're big time. And that was before the episode even dropped, so... It'll be interesting to see, you know, what, what happens when the actual episode drops. So. Yeah, no. I know. I also have a few more. We'll read a few more out. We might as well. Do you want to do start? But I, I think it, well, we might as well now. We might as well start theme. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, essentially, for anyone who didn't see the Reddit post. Uh, it's on the Ireland page. Yeah, I don't really know Reddit. So, like, you're, you're better at that. Today, but, essentially, there's a picture of us, cheese toasty, in Fallon's. Uh, and I was like, anyone else think the whole... Of Pint review crack is a bit ridiculous. And to be fair, I agree with them, but we review more than pints. I mean, last time we did bacon for us. Yeah, there was cheese toast in it. There was cheese toast in it, yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, if you're going to Reddit or similarly Twitter for validation um, about yourself, you're going to have a dark time. You're not going to do well. Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, oh, Dan's going to bring it up onto the screen. Um, so we're probably going to see that, but here, there's one or two that was actually hilarious. The, the, the Maniac 2000. Maniac, no. I read that and I went, 
Yeah, man. I'm like, I do love my answer. Here's uh, pints and sandwiches are unfortunately the yeah. pinnacle of our culinary culture, which, yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. You know, we are known for pints. Right, we scroll down now. But here, uh, so if you keep going down, I want to actually show you the, the top post, right? I'm going to start reviewing bags of potato, maybe even from the same multi To be fair, that's clever. Yeah, like, have they, have they seen our, our, like, our scripts? Have they seen the <laughs> uh, There's one further on down now. Gone beyond a joke. Too many knobbers trying to stay the living talking these days. We can't say that word, can we? Can't say that word. Talking bollocks these days. Um, and you're absolutely right. If we can stay the living, doing absolutely well. There was uh, there was another great one. What was the one you actually sent me? It was hilarious. It was about the cat. Oh, uh, I've had a look at some of their content, and I think I'll stick to cat videos. <laughs> Someone's just super honest. If you could make money drinking paints again, you'd be doing it too. Just to be clear, we're not making any videos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe we'll come back to those reviews in a bit. I'm gonna go through them uh, because you know I think that one's probably my favourite. Uh, just very simple, fucking clowns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's crack in. So, yeah. so episode uh, two, we are in Sligo, County Sligo. I haven't been here for a while, so uh, it's cool to be here. Um, where are we? So we're in the Thomas Connolly pub. All right, so Thomas Connolly, very old historic pub in Sligo, here since 1780, I think. Yeah. Um, WB8 used to sing points there in the corner. Uh, God, he was actually yeah, he loved. Yeah, all the places. Bass, point bass, like Burton. You love singing points of bass, apparently. Bass. Um, so the pub itself, kind of a bit, bit of an institution in Sligo, known for having two entrances, right? Which is actually really interesting because the Sligo was apparently quite a thriving kind of dockers town uh, back until the 60s, 70s. So containerization comes in, shipping uh, means there's no more dockers because everything used to be put in barrels or whatever and shipped around. So everything put in containers, no more shipping, no more dockers really. Um, and so they used to have a doctor's entrance and an entrance for professionals. So, so we're, we're at the posh entrance. We're at the posh entrance, yeah. So the doctors, I'm literally, Paul said, so Paul, it runs, it runs here, yeah. um, said they have a, they literally have a group, old, old school doctors come in every Friday, sit down and smoke, reserve it for them. And then the fire entrance was the working class entrance as opposed to so. Yeah, so like the working class, uh, what I actually wrote down what he said to us earlier, it was like doctors to do paints and Roman blacks. Yeah, and he gave us, you know, well, like, well, I get that bottle actually, like the seed yeah, 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 I get that seed so, so nuts. Um, so yeah, doctors entrance. And, and like, it's similar to Dublin, right? So Dublin has this massive history of shipping and you go to pubs like the ferryman and stuff down along the Keys, and they have this massive history uh, connected with that particular lifestyle, and similarly in Sligo, which I didn't know until this morning when we were talking to Paul, uh, who runs the pub here, really didn't know about the history and heritage, um, and apparently their favourite drink was rum and black. Yeah. And this particular rum, Sea Dog, which you may be familiar with, uh, if you've, you know... Been a docker, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had a little tipple of that this morning, and it's, it's, it's not for faint parts. Honest to God. You used to work in a, a room bar. Yeah, I know, but you know. It yeah. wasn't that particular. No, <laughs> but that's the, you know, so, so folks still come in and order this and drink this, and they come in through that entrance. Yeah. Oh, which is mad. So Holborn Street, um, Markovich Road, so yeah. Campus Markovich, all that kind of crap. So that's all, you know, you've that massive history in Sligo, so Sligo, known for many things. 
uh, Countess Markovich, uh, first woman elected to, I think she might have been the first woman elected to Parliament, was certainly the first minister in the world, uh, in the uh, foundation of state government, all that kind of jazz. And then you've the likes of WB Yates, also from Sligo. Spike Mulligan. Milligan. Milligan. Mulligan? Spike Mulligan. Spike Milligan. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play, right? Um, so just up the road, apparently, there's a nice little plaque. There's some students living in this old gap. And then the name Thomas Connolly, it okay. actually he he took over in 1861. Yeah. Um, and they've just kept the name since. Yeah. Right. It was a tea merchant. Tea merchant. Uh, I mean, I don't know can they see behind us, but you know that was the, the kind of grocers or whatever. Um, we'll do cutaways, man. We have a crew. Oh yeah. We'll sorry. do cutaways. We'll do cutaways. Um, so behind us, yeah, you can see where the shop was. Pub, uh, used to bond, bond their own whiskey, all that kind of jazz. Uh, and and, bottle, of and Guinness. bottle of Guinness. That was cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and Bass and Smidix. And like the, the river is right here, just on our right hand side. And so they used to bring all the stuff down the river, stick in cask, whatever, and bring it in. And once a week, they'd come in and fill all the bottles from the cask. The excise man would come in, review it, all that kind of jazz. So, yeah, very cool, very historical. Um, and the set is class. And like I said, we do the cutaways. Uh, flagstone floor, yeah, you know, old school wood, like and just so many different, um, like hidden we like there's a fucking cave, and then we've got all of the booths, the snugs, um, but like it just seems like one of those quintessential Irish whiskey bars, uh, but like we were we, you know what, what is an Irish whiskey bar? Well, what is an Irish whiskey bar? Because I mean, we both walked in, we we're like, oh, there's a scale in the corner. I was like, that has not been used <laughs> for many years. But like, that looks like, does that make it an Irish whiskey bar? Is it wood? Is it what is it? And then obviously it's the whiskey offering. But they actually, you you know this place a lot better than me. And a couple of years ago, they had three whiskeys. Yeah, I mean, Paul's as he took over eight and a half years ago, came in. They, you know, Paddy Powers, Jensen, the the standard fare for Irish pubs. And he's kind of built it out. And if you look at the shelves behind us, massive whiskey selection. And this is the thing. Pubs are now starting to step up their game when it comes to whiskey, because I think previously in Ireland, they were like, oh, we're a whiskey book. They'd have 20 whiskeys. Like a lot of people watching are going to have 20 whiskeys at home with the gas. So when you go out, you actually want to do the selection. And that's certainly what he's built here. Everything from, you know, entry level brands up to uh, 400 quid a measure stuff. Like it is a serious, serious yeah, Not whiskey here, but then, I suppose that there's the question then, does that make it? It does, it, it makes it, I suppose, a whiskey bar, but it's iconic, it's just one world, our uh, best pub in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think there's loads of other awards at this one, but like, was it, yeah, well, last month, best pub in Ireland, but when you do walk into it, it's class. But I mean, to be a whiskey bar, yeah, I think you can just buy a load of whiskey, but you also need to have the knowledge, you need to have the interest in it as well. I think it's great if you have a heritage in it, doesn't it, but I don't think it's absolutely necessary to be whiskey bar that you have to have a heritage you yeah. think you can you can just get sure. yeah. 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 it can be a contemporary Irish whiskey bar do you you need a single cast <laughs> I mean there are yeah. and so the lads have done two or I think they're on the third single cast yeah um, but I think that is a really important thing to do for whiskey bars if you're really serious about it you want to be able to go oh yeah we picked this from this distillery and the lads have one from that room which is a lot of distillery which is 10 minutes of the road yeah yeah I like uh, I seem to be the one who's jumping up and down. Well, I well, I guess so. Do you want some whiskey? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll drink some whiskey. Um, I mean, I can talk about Sligo while you're, while you're away. Here, man, I love Sligo. Home away, Westway. Westway, yeah. You know? I think three of the four are from... Isn't, isn't one of them from Dublin? Actually, here, do you want to hear something fun just before you go? Uh, Billy, go on, speak, speak to the mic. Speak to the mic. When I was younger, 
Did I ever tell you that you were in a boy band? You, you were definitely in a boy band. Yeah, I was in a Westlife tribute band called Northlife. <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? It's No, it's absolutely the most believable thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the pub here, and Dan, I assume, will do some nice cutaways. But you know, the walls are covered in the, the kind of quintessential stuff that we expect, but it is all from the history of the brand. They have all the old labels that the... Uh, they bottle their own Guinness, bottle their own Barrels, bottle their own Smithix, uh, and there's a variety of kind of different memorabilia on the walls. But it is very much like it feels old, it feels cool. We have a massive amount of tourism here in Sligo from the Wild Atlantic Way. The tour bus is actually put up directly outside the door, so that does absolutely help. Um, Paul said, unlike a lot of publicans, he will absolutely make it, uh, 40 Irish coffees if he has to, because I think we're all fairly used to going into an Irish pub down the country and asking for an Irish coffee coffee, and you get laughed at or you get, you know, I remember I, I used to write a little bit for, you know, the local paper about whiskey and I went into my local publican and he said to me, hey, because I did a really uh, good article there on Irish coffees. Jesus, don't ever ask me to make one in here, you know? Look at this. Well, you fancy glasses and all. Yeah, and the logo, right? So, oh, don't forget, the logo is from their old label um, from when they used to bottle their own as well, so that's class. Yes, yeah, so this is a single malt. This is bottle 112 of 320. It's a seven-year-old. Tells us when it's been bonded, bottled, cast, triple distilled, ruby port cask finish. Uh, you know what? You know I like doing this. Rate the pop. Nice. That's a six out of ten pop. Yeah, but it's been open, hasn't yeah. it? It's well warm day. Yeah, it's very good. It's not your own money, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, what does it come in at? What did I say? 56? Where's it written on this? Oh, sorry, 59.9. Alright, oh, it's a punchy. Uh, so, Lock Hill Distillery, just down the road, recently yeah. acquired by Sazerac. So, it, going forward, it's going to be the home of Paddy Whiskey. So, Paddy, obviously, one of the biggest brands in Ireland, one of the mainstream brands that we're all very familiar with. And previously had been made in Middleton, was sold to Sazerac five, six years ago, kind of thing. Um, and so they have bought Ockill, putting big investment into it. So it's a very exciting thing. And if you talk to anybody, it's like they are massively excited for that yeah. injection of interest in, in Sligo. But if you look at what uh, Sazerac has done in the US, put a billion dollars into, into um, Buffalo Trace. So that's just... a million with a B. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I think people are very excited. But even like, yeah, launch it, launch it. Cheers. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's the marzipan tobacco. Um, so I think it's, I think this one is probably fully liquid. Um, but it's you know the brand Aperu was based out there, um, and it's recently been acquired as part of the acquisition by Sazerac. But yeah, very cool going forward. But I think like so even in Sligo they talk about like the Sazerac acquisition and how great it is for them. But for Irish whiskey as a whole, right? So we obviously have global players: Perno, Diageo, Brian Foreman, Ricardi, Ricardi, William Grant, like all of them all here. Yeah. But the fact that there's now a global private one, yeah. being Sazerac yeah, coming to play, that just really shows that Irish whiskey. There must be something here. That people do want to, like essentially, Papi Van Winkle has come to town. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think they actually have some Papi here as well. But it is. Can we can we expense that? <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It is a it, it is a resounding endorsement of Irish whiskey. 
Yeah. Right? And so, supply itself is, in the last, so I would say, 10 years from the foundation of that kind of wild Atlantic way, mm. and moving forward from that has really, I won't say it's come on as a town, but it's done a lot for the tourism industry here, and even, we had a little walk around the town, and it's a really nice town. It is really nice. nice. And there's cool old heritage pubs, there's this one, you know, there's Thomas Connolly here, it's like Shoot Crows, which is, that's a great name. Um, what a great name. Is, there, yeah, is there a better name for a pub in Ireland than Shoot Crows? Shoot the Crows. Well, I think it works for just everything. There's the Fighting Cocks and Carlo as well, which I quite like. Yeah, I think Shoot the Crows is just so curious. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like you said, like right, Sligo, like surfing has always been a big thing here. Yeah. Um, like, like fishing. I mean, you like surfing. So I do you, like surfing. Have you surfed here? Um, no. No, okay. no, uh, mainly in Van Dorn. Uh, Africa. Yeah, yeah, so in Africa, obviously, Indonesia, surfed around the world. I used to be a surf coach, DM me for lessons. Um, but, um, but like it is big over here, like surfing and Westlife. That's what I always thought about Sligo, but now having one of the biggest distilleries, as in it probably will be, not necessarily in size, yeah, but I, in stature. I think they're definitely going to expand the operation over there. And I just think it's exciting for Irish whiskey generally that we see that kind of growth. Yeah. And we're seeing it all over the island. Um, as you can see, like, the pub is actually... The pub is open, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, people are coming in and out, but, yeah, it is exciting. But the other thing is, I mean, there's loads of stuff happening in Sligo from a drinks perspective as well. So you see, you have Lock Gill in front of you, um, which is the uh, Lock Gill Brewing. Oh, yeah, so right. oh, yeah. Point. So much fun. Um, I have the White Hag here, which is... It's about half an hour at the road. Mm. Um, but another one they're doing cool stuff they're on High Stravaganza every year which is a big beer festival get people from all over the world coming into Sligo so there is loads happening in Sligo to be fair and what is it two and a half hours from Dublin and probably the biggest thing to happen in Sligo in a while is us, us building yeah, yeah, yeah I'm glad you knew where I was going with that isn't it yeah. on the same wavelength uh, but this is the only pub we're doing out west for the minute anyway yeah, yeah. Um, and it's class yeah. like, so if you haven't been here definitely come and check it out you can listen to some great Westlife, you can get some oysters, you can go surfing, you've got Ben Bold. Like, well, not all in the pub, like, you can't. You probably could just, it's it's not, like, we're not talking, it's not huge. Like, no. you can do a lot in Sligo, which yeah. is class. But definitely, come here, chill out, have a drink. You know, have a couple of drinks, definitely try this whiskey. Um, and just, like, jump into it. Because when we when we said that we were going to do this in Sligo, it was like, class, I don't think I've actually been... Just I cycled through it last year, Malin to Mizzen, um, but the last time I was in Sligo was when I was a kid, mum and dad used to bring me and my sister to Westport. We used to camp, we used to be, I uh, actually can... Were like, like, we on a stag? Like, no, wait, Westport, no, West, I'm camping with my mum and dad. Yeah, so you know the way Nordies go to Carniford for... Uh, yeah. Uh, people in Sligo go to Westport, so I have... I have 19,000 stags this year, right? So I'm. You love stags. Just say no, man. <sighs> no, I can't. Like, I like them. Um, yeah, I, I never say no for no reason. I always say yes. So if any of Ron's friends are watching, you know, he absolutely has it. He's absolutely nailed himself there. Um, but yeah, so I think it's the fear. Like, I'm getting fear now at this point because every time you, you open your phone at the weekend, it's like, oh, Johnny Stag, Jim Stag, fucking. And I tell you, Half of them have been abroad as well. So this year, like, I was in Santa Ponza two weeks ago. I was in Santa Ponza two weeks ago. Can we just get that on the record? Yeah, well, it was hilarious getting your updates. Oh, Stags in general. Like, well, it's just that not topic because I feel like I have a stag oracle with me. Uh, actually, fun fact. Stag whisperer. <laughs> well, at, at uni, my nickname, the lads used to call me Stag. That was my nickname. 
because they said every night I went out, it was like I was on my stag do because I just went up. That's a good insight into your life as a person. Yeah, I'm very tame now, obviously. Yeah, but um, but you, you love stags. I feel like if I was going to put on the best stag, I would go to you and be like, the do's and don'ts. There would be a checklist. Well, I mean, there's two that you have to you obviously have to have an activity, right? And so there's two. There's a choice of two activities in our Drinking. Well, drinking is responsible. So what you have to do is you have to have an activity to keep people off the beer. That, that's that's the idea of having an activity on a stag. So what you do is you either go paintball or car, uh, go kart. <laughs> yeah, I've done both of them on stag. That's all you do. They're the only options in Ireland. There are no other options. All right. So yeah. you go paintball or you go go kart, and then you go on the beer. And potentially you go on the beer for about two days. But uh, when you say in Ireland, you actually just mean an Irish stag because you were in Santa Pons and you pretty much did the exact same thing. Well, no, we didn't. We didn't actually have any. Uh, that thing went on for five days and we didn't have any activities. Which is like, oh, what are we doing? Uh, which is fair enough. But I think that speaks to how uh, unorganised a lot of Irish men and best men tend to be in comparison yeah. to our, our female counterparts. Yeah, because like any of our mates, when they go on their hand parties, they have like the itinerary. And it also, like for me, it sounds class. The organised, oh, no, I don't know no, how much I like the organised No, I don't fun. like organised fun, but I like going away and knowing what I'm up to with other people. Yeah, I mean, um, it, is, it is nice to have a rough itinerary, but going, cool, so we're all going to turn up at 10 times 12. Differ about, we do differ on that one anyway. Yeah, and to be fair, you, I would say, you would find the nice food as more of a, a, a cornerstone of what you're doing as yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, on that stag last week, I think, yeah, there wasn't any, actually, I had one nice meal, but finding anything other than a, uh, Full English breakfast yeah. in Santa Ponza was, was a difficult task. Genuinely, I was like, I'm in Spain. I'll go get some tapas. No, you won't, pal. You know, you'll have, you'll have some sausages. You'll have Irish tapas. <laughs> you'll have some cocktail sausages and a bag of potato and you'll be grand. And maybe some chicken nuggets, you know? But apparently, so there was two bars to it. There was like a nice part of Santa Ponza, which I discovered on the last day. Class. But it wasn't for the likes of us anyway. Obviously. And fun fact about Santa Ponza, mm-hmm. has the most Celtic jerseys per head population of anywhere in the world. Yeah, right. Outside of Glasgow, obviously. Obviously. So, so what was that about? Like, is it just so many expats? Like, wait, I don't actually know enough, but, but like... So the way... The way people on stag. So you fly over to Palm in New York, you know, and there's, there's two... And it's a beautiful island. So I actually had friends who were uh, from South Africa who were on, simultaneously on the island going to a wedding, and it looked beautiful. We were in Santa Ponza, um, so the Irish and the Scottish go to Santa Ponza, and the English go to Magaluf. And that that and never the two shall be apparently. But Magaluf is a lot busier. Um, it's a little bit cheaper and stuff for stuff. <laughs> but like, because <laughs> we, we met a we met a couple of young Irish guys. They're actually from the Aran Isles, and they're like, oh, we're thinking of going up to Magaluf, but like, you know, you might might have the head kicked off. And I was like, you might, pal. Well, <laughs> no, don't wear a Celtic jersey. That's, that's, a, that's a daily risk we take. <laughs> um, but so yeah, we went in. I remember we landed in. So landed into San Juanza. And here I am, it's like a Thursday or something. And we started playing a match. And I went down to the pub and the place was on wheels. I thought I was in, you know, I, I could have been in Hamden. You know, I could have been in Celtic Park. Um, certainly wasn't Nybrox. Uh, but there was songs played, right? So from a, a Republican perspective, there was songs played that I've never heard played live anywhere in the world. Um, it's an interesting place to be. Yeah, what was your favourite song from that time? 
Uh, the big bamboo. Yeah, you love it. Go on, sing us a verse. No, I absolutely sing, don't. Sing us just like one line. Well, I was with 12 lads from Armagh and they really enjoyed Lurgan. Yeah, specifically Lurgan. And so, fun fact about Lurgan, mm-hmm. Buckfast. Yeah. Also known as Lurgan Champagne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that you didn't know that. Yeah, because I went to school with those lads from Lurgan. They're like, I'm on the Lurgan Champagne site. I'm like, oh, there's a, there's a fine there's a fine winery in Lurgan, isn't there? Yeah, they always sell up. Sell up in. But like, so Stags. Again, on that, like, it's like, as a general concept, you're bringing your cross-section of mates who don't know each other, maybe somewhere from work, uni, school, football, and you're bringing them all together. Doesn't always go well. You know? Doesn't always go well. No, I've never been on one where there's been a row or any of that kind of crack. But, like, certainly has potential. Oh, it should be, like, stag rotten sort of thing. I was on a, I was on a stag once in, and anyway, it turned out to be in Dublin. Uh, there was 80 people. Nah, like I wouldn't go. I would, I would charge. I would invoice them. <laughs> if there's eighty people that had to be there, I'm like, is this a meet and greet? There was, lad, was lads on the stag who didn't go to the wedding. It's because eighty people out weren't even invited. Ah, they were just like crack. You know, where you go to Dublin on the beer, class. And that, but here, like, so I so like, there's always going to be a lad sunburned too soon, covered in sun cream, someone who's facetiming their partner the whole time. You know, someone who's just happy to be painting in the corner, could be anywhere in the world, someone who goes home early, all of that goes hard too soon. But like the one thing, we don't care about what we drink. No. Like, I mean for you... us for us, like we're talking about some amazing whiskey here, class local st- or, uh, craft beer. But when you're on that stag or any stag, you're never like, almost oh, what is the Santa Ponzian um larger? Yeah. To be fair, right? If you've ever been to Spain, yeah, it's in town. When you ask for it, when you go to Spain, when you ask for a measure of spirits, it's not, it's like you don't, get, it's attempted mark. You know, they just pour, and I remember one of the last went in and they had like Bushmill 1608, you know, the, the one that produced oh, yeah. Millennium. And uh, I think standard whiskey, whatever I was drinking, uh, it was three or right? And they went in and were like, oh, is that Bushmill 1608? Is that open? And the mate was like, oh, yeah, give us, give us two of them. And I was like, Mate, that's six quid a measure. He's like, ah, oh, go on. Next thing, fine. The glass is half full. Like, you just, yeah, yeah, go on, pour that out for you. Which you actually voice noted me about this because you were like, row drinking 1608, this is class, six euro a measure. And then the next night you went in, you sent your photo. And he was like, oh, mate, sorry, I sold that mistake me yesterday for six quid a measure. Send nine. I was like, ah, oh, so they just changed the price and you still drank it. Oh, but it like, it'd be 20 quid a measure here. Yeah, yeah. For a third of what I was getting in the glass. Like, yeah, because it doesn't exist anymore. Like, well, they don't currently make it. Yeah, yeah. so Crystal Mall. So, Bushmill 16, right? Crystal Mall, mm-hmm. um, which is quite cool. I mean, it is cool. Is there anyone else doing Crystal Mall? Uh, I know Teeling went through, like, a, they, they did quite a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, maybe some of that's going to be coming out in their age stuff, but uh, I do remember tasting their, like, malt selections, which were quite fun. I think we actually did it one Christmas. And so, Chris, Crystal Mall is just a, a more roasted malt, essentially? Yeah, probably Google it. Yeah. We don't know. If you want to know more, Google it. Check um, it. Somebody else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on those stags, like, doesn't care about what you, it. kind of goes against everything that we we preach about in real life. Yeah. As in, like, oh, find the best lager, the best IPA, whiskeys, cocktails. Set yourself into a corner, which could be anywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah. Set yourself into a corner. Drink a lot of pints, lads. You may or may not know. Like, you could be a home expert, you could be in Warren Point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter because, you know, you're just sitting drinking pints in a, in a slightly different venue. But to be fair, that's all Irish people want when they go abroad is 
warmer, warmer weather, more Irish people, <laughs> and cheaper points. Yeah, and an English fry. I can't, I can't do the English fry. I'm sorry. What is what? Is, and we've had this discussion because obviously in Belfast, you go into Belfast and there's just one particular restaurant, mm-hmm. and it has a what is it? It's, it's called Ulster Fry. I know where you're going. It's called yeah. Munch or Ulster Fry. Uh, Irish, full Irish breakfast, full English breakfast. But they also have the Titanic fry, the George Best fry, they just give a different name to it and change something. I think they put like coriander on it. They're also, doing a, they're also doing a deal now. Okay. If you get one of those fries and a bottle of Corona, you can, they can serve you at 10 a.m. and it's nine pounds. Well, what, what, when do pubs open in the north? Uh, I think the big chain one. The famous big chain one in the UK can open at 10 with a pint if you order breakfast. But in the city centre, that's not there. Okay. Um, I think. I don't really know. That chain we don't like. Yeah, we don't like oh, that we chain. Don't we don't like yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't go there. But uh, I remember being on a stag and it's funny because like, lads, lads get dressed up and stuff from whatever. Like, do you get, lads, do, do you dress, like, have you dressed people up? Like, what uh, do you do? I remember being in La Hinch on one and one of those. It was Love La Hinch. Great surfing town as well. I don't know if I mentioned you used to be in the Navy. Um, you did mention that, yeah. And so one of the lads dressed him up as a sailor. Uh, there was, Original? Yeah. And there was friends when I went to Dingle recently, dressed up as a dolphin. Uh, oh, so, that's just poor taste. <laughs> that is poor taste. Don't uh, like that one. Uh, obviously, there was a man who was Degenerate gambler, and uh, you dressed him up as a jockey. You know, so God, that's yeah. fucking brilliant. Uh, I also remember the, one of the best lines I've ever heard. We don't, we don't condone gambling, obviously. Yeah. But one of the best lines I've ever heard. I, I remember, you know, you're sharing a room with people you don't know on the right? Yeah, hate that. I think, yeah, you're so malleable with stuff like that. I'm, I'm very, I'm not on his own space. No, no, I don't mind my own. Sp- I don't mind sharing with people, but not people I don't know on a stag. Like, like I don't mind. No, actually, sorry, I do. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Fair enough. Um, but one of the best lines I've ever heard, one boy, one of the lads I was on a stag with, so three of us in a room, and he gets up and he goes, I'm going for a crow's breakfast. So what you are going for a crow's breakfast? He goes, aye, a peck of water and a look around. <laughs> I just thought it was one of the best lines I've ever heard. Like, You've used that on me a few times. You're like, you look like a crow looking at it. What a, you look like a crow looking into a crisp packet. Yeah, because go around like this. And you're, you know, it's because I'm a cat. Kiss Becky prick. Um, but yeah, like on those, doesn't really matter what you drink, doesn't really matter what you eat. But we love what we drink here, and I think that moves us lovely and nicely onto this pub snack. Meg, this is your thing, you love pub snacks. Makes a pyramid of pub snacks. Yeah, let's do it. Can we do, do that again in slow motion? Dan can put it in the middle. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, but it's the engine. Very good. Uh, maybe, the th- maybe it'll be here. So, some guy on Reddit was like, you know, uh, maybe I'll review multi-packs of crisps. Well, we've gone and we got individual packs of crisps because we know that they are better. All right, objectively speaking, if you get a multi-pack of potato versus a single pack of potato, of course, the single pack is going to be better. All right, so Dan, show us today's post now. McCoy, I got the right ones as well, right? So, well, uh, what we've got today, we've got four packs. Um, so we've got the McCoy's. McCoy's, the steak flavoured ones. So I think it's important that they are steak flavoured. I actually don't know if McCoy's do another flavour. Nah, they should really just like the steak. You know, they're probably like, oh, what, what's the like? What's our MPD this year? I was like, lads, don't worry about it. Stick with this. Yeah. Filet mignon. <laughs> so, I don't know enough about McCoy's. 
I, I know absolutely nothing about them other than I really like Chris. So they're rich, for your pleasure. Um, and so, I got them up there. Right, so last week, we obvi- or the last episode, we obviously did uh, Bacon Fries. We did Bacon Fries, yeah. So, uh, we, 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 and we like Bacon Fries. You, it's currently at the top of the pyramid. Oh, there's only one uh, thing on the pyramid. Obviously, I hated them. You know, just since she interviewed you today, oh, like, she was in Belfast a couple of weeks ago, and she was all like, oh, Bacon Fries, we'll get some of those. And I was like, don't act like you like them. Like, <laughs> just, there's no camera running now. You hated them at the side. So, not big in Argentina uh, is what we, what we can conclude no. that. Alright, so this is obviously going up directly against the big fry and we have to rank this. Alright, so it's either it's either going to the top of the pyramid or it's going you know, I, I guess we could put it down in the further tier, but like we're, we're just gonna put it in the second tier. Yeah, what do you call that the, uh, that that trend where you just make noises? Uh mukbang. Um, no oh, oh I wasn't even what I was thinking, but yeah. Yeah, mukbang um MS MS MSN MSNBC. MS MSN Abbey, Rondebaum and Hotmail.com. Uh how was it? Yes, MR. Yeah, say more. Yeah, you know what you just do? Thanks. You know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be rich in a little bit. Mm. The stuff in the bag is just chaotic. The hundred build cricket pitches everywhere. No. I don't think cricket is big in Sligo, that couldn't give it. Oh, uh, they're bought, well, they're bought up north because you can win a hundred pounds sterling. Do they convert that into euros for you? That's about a hundred and twenty-two pounds or something. I don't know what it is. Hundred and twenty-two euros. Yeah, they're brilliant. They're fat. Right, so, and I always, I always appreciate pub with them because I think you go to the tail, you, you'll get the tail on the peanut options in a lot of places. But I think you're pushing the ball out when you get McCoy's. Yeah, but not as cool. Not like, I think having a, a packet of like bacon fries looks cooler. I think as a brand, I think it's cool. No? I mean, you think you're planless eating a pack of bacon fries? Yeah. You're, you're sitting there, right? Well, I think in the bowl, with a pack of bacon fries in front of me, and you were like, oh, you've never looked cooler in my life. No, 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 I didn't say that, but I said versus you and your McCoy's. I think these taste better. Right? You're the, you're the boss, where they're ranked. These taste brilliant, though. I think these are. These are I think these fries. are better than yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, um, right, I think it's like, it, the, similar to the bacon fries, right? Do you, do you, have you ever eaten them outside of a pub? Yeah. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. Picnics. Ah, but Who are you, Yogi Bear? <laughs> well, you know, you get like a... A picnic a, basket. A picnic basket. Uh, you get like a, a multi-pack of McCoy's for a, a picnic. Not, not Who a, are you going on picnics with? No one at the minute. Slight into this, the MC is very Spot is open. <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you tend to only see them in venue, but like we were in the, the centre earlier, mm. or whatever it was, and there was loads of them just sitting there. Yeah. They pick up a bag. Yeah, I mean, it, they don't really, they're not really, they're in meal deals, actually, when I used to work in Tesco. London. Yeah, when I used to work in London, I would get uh, part of the meal deal, I would grab a bag of my boys. Yeah, I I look for me straight to the top of the pyramid. Um, pyramid? I don't know, do we want to, is this is this the way we want to institute it, like, you know? I was thinking, yeah, no, if you want to take a photo of that, like, because that's very important. Um, that is oh, sorry, I'll put that up. I, I think uh, this is your this is your segment. So you can Thank you me. can have it whatever way you want. Well, I'm sorry, so it's the top, but realistically, we're just doing this whole podcast because we want to find cheese moments. This is what the podcast is about, right? So, if anybody out there, right, and this is an appeal, and right, 
let's let's let I'm gonna do this straight down camera because I want Dan to cut this out and put this out and like you know tag whoever the, the chief moments people are. Hi there. Uh, my name is Michael Kem and I'm from Wexford and all my life I've been searching for a cheese moment. And if you could make that happen or direct me to somewhere that, that would be possible, I really appreciate that. Or just tell me, why are they on the thing if, if, they, if they don't exist? I know, no, absolutely. I am, I don't know, is it like a stuffed crust? Do you bite into it? Does the cheese, is there a movement? I have no idea. Mm. I have no idea. I've never spoken to anybody who has ever tasted one or even seen one. Maybe it's the best branding hoax ever. Why well, it's like a fake brand. Yeah, yeah. I think, oh, who, like, who owns the cheese moments? Can they, the just, can, price can they get in touch? Like, you know. Yeah, oh, oh, look, we haven't actually done anything with Dan's, and we haven't interacted. Dan, figure it out. Will cheese moments ever return? Walkers. 2021. Walkers. Oh, don't ruin it for us. Fans have been campaigning for the much loved bar snacks with much loved. We've never had it. We we it's like we love it. Now we've 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 spoken about them, but have we ever actually gone as far as Googling recommend white cheese moments? People do that for us. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. And the people on Reddit uh, who, who really like us. Right? Yeah. Even though we haven't done it, you know, they haven't actually seen an episode yet. You heard it here first. Well say you heard it here first. If we petition long and hard enough, there might be just the possibility that our favourite cheese moments will return. That seems like a Oh, and they actually have a change.org petition set up. Dan, can you sign that for us? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, it, and it so far has received hundreds of signatures. I think hundreds is pretty much the answer yeah, to that. That's unfortunate, really, isn't it? You know, um, what is it, 12,000 signatures before uh, the UK Parliament will actually look at it? They have to vote on it. Oh, there we go. Why this petition matters. Also, can we just look at the photo? Ball to read! Oh yeah, you text us about this. But also, but look at that the photo. That's not a real bag of cheese moments either. No, because so he, he hasn't got them. He, I, I know. Paul has never tasted cheese moments. So and he messaged us. Why is a pint of bread? Right, hold on. Let's just have a point. This petition matters, right? Also, what is green and capital letters? Come on. What is a pint with friends without a packet of fries? Be it bacon or scampi? But have you ever wondered what the mysterious green packet? Are you saying in the petition that you're talking? Very good, Dan. Cheese moments were heartbreakingly discontinued a number of years ago. So I mean, but he's never. Sorry, people are giving money to this. Three thousand seven hundred and so many people have. So many chipped in thirty-two euro to bring back cheese moments. Shandine, Shandine, <laughs> where does where does that money go? Lads, I could do with that. <laughs> Uh, right, what, what, what did he say? He just nearly finished that up. Um, but the tray of bacon fries still teases like some sort of temptress by waving her cheese-flavoured moments in our face. It's time for this king among snacks to return. Bring back cheese moments. And to be fair, I, I'm, I've had this conversation with Paul. Paul's the one who put me on to cheese moments, but it, it is appropriate that he is the one who started the petition. I don't know if he's ever had cheese moments, so I'm going to call you out, Paul. And he started in 2020, 5th of May. That was peak lockdown. Lad was bored. He had nothing else to do. <laughs> That's exactly what you were doing there, Paul. Um, but yeah, fine, make some. Fine, make some um, cheese snacks and sign the petition. The link is in the description now. Um, apparently, apparently, we do that now. 
Apparently that's the thing we do. Yeah, we do want it. We do want cheese moments. Um, I, 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 I don't even know if they look that appetizing. No, they look terrible. It looks like a yellow or an orange sleeping bag with the top taken off it. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does in fairness. Like, like, it looks like a little bear came in. Yogi, on maybe one of your picnics. You know, came in and took a little bite. Yeah, it's like, geez, at the end of the festival, that's after like oxygen. Oxygen doesn't help happen anymore. No, it's... Is it forbidden? No. No, oxygen. Weakness was before. So this is how I know I'm old now, right? Because it used to be... Ah, uh, Frank Holly Weekend, they're just gone. Mm-hmm. It used to be everybody goes to uh, Forbidden Fruit. Mm-hmm. I was at Bloom, which is a flower festival. Oh, yeah. Now, the food was very good and the strings were very nice. When all my friends were posting pictures from Bloom, and that's, it's, it, was a, it was just a seamless transition from cool, you, you do festivals to actually, I don't even like festivals. I don't like festivals. You, yeah. I like drinking pints in dark rooms. Yeah, and this is again where we differ. Because I was like, oh, what was food and drink like? And you were like, no. I don't care. Whereas, like, you were like, oh, we had to find the food trucks. And I was like, but that's class. Like, I would have went out of my way to try to find no, it. I did. I, I, had a, I had a lobster roll. And you appreciate it when you have it. It's not like you, like, eat the food and you're like, this is crap. Or you drink the drinks and you're like, this is crap. You love it, but mm. you also just couldn't be arsed. I'm also tired. No, you're not, though. Yeah, well. You're not. Shandy. Take that shirt, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. Yeah, no, I like this. I like this new vibe about you. Is this instead of you're gonna are you gonna bend the other shirts? I mean, I don't think. I, I think there's always a place for those shirts. Is there? Yeah, in my in hand. the bin. Uh, oh, yeah. No, but uh, the problem with those shirts is right. You go on to certain websites. Like, oh, they're, like, they're just terrible quality. Mm. Feel nice. Whereas this is you know it's 100 cotton. I think that's where we're going. You know, you, you get to being a grown up. Uh, well, I grew out of my tiki shirt phase when I worked in the rum bar. Mm. I think some people pull them off really well, and I think. You don't. Um, so here, 6, 12, 18, 24. You did that to me last week. Okay. We're kind of coming to the end of this. Uh, I don't know if I've done this right. Right? When you say things like that, I'm just like, you definitely not. Okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah, no, because I don't know how many caveats you're meant to put into it. I did have a wee Google of it, and the one that, the one or two that keep coming up are the ones that we've spoken about. Uh, sometimes being friends with you is like being friends with a small child who you have to lead around, you know, uh, who, who, who may throw a strap at any moment. All right, so let's, let's, see, let's see how it pans out. So 6, 12, 18, 24, do you want to explain the game for those who uh, haven't watched episode one? So 6, 12, 18, 24, so we have to do everything. Uh, in, we have to do everything this list as well. I'll be given four options. Um, I have to do 6, 12, 18, 24 of each, are, and I have to decide in the ranking system which ones I want to do. They have to be done within 24 hours, so each of these actions has to be done within the, the same 24-hour period. So, I mean, last week it was what? It was pints, it was, uh, it was kilometers. I can see Roman frantically scratching things out. So, again, further to my point, uh, like trying to bring a small child around to explain to them. Uh, like, I feel like oh, I spend a lot of time you know, a lot of my time, and he's, he's cringing, he's, he's really struggling there. Well, the 24 hours change things. Okay. I didn't realise that was the okay, point. No, no, you keep on, I, I just have to figure this out. We could be here for some time. I know, uh, tell us, uh, you know, Jalilo, uh, your That's beard's great. What's the, what's your favourite Westlife song? I, no, actually tell us this, because you don't like being called ginger, but your beard's ginger and your hair. Strawberry blonde, mate. No, I, I like, if I do this, right, if I do this, Imagine. 
Yeah, it's really hard to tell like what colour your hair is because there's not much of it. Um, but um, oh, sorry, I shouldn't have done that. No, I mean, I mean, like to be fair, right? You 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 will be the one going to Turkey uh, sooner than I will. <laughs> <laughs> and if this podcast makes any money, that's exactly where it's going. <laughs> okay, right. I actually don't know what I've done. I've, I've changed it all, right? So, um, much color, yeah. so liters of coke, right? Yeah. Bags of <laughs> no, I <came> liters. <laughs> Bags of hair? Oh, bags of hair? Yeah, to eat them. Well, I don't, I don't really know. That's why I think maybe I've done this wrong. You want me to eat six bags of hair? Here, no, you can eat twelve if you want. Um, uh, sorry, sorry. Is this countries? <laughs> so this way, I think maybe I did it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, so you probably can't do 24 countries in 24 hours. That's why I was like, oh, no, I need to redo all this. But um, that's why I couldn't really think properly. Um, so we just, we just wrap up the show. No, I think we'll give it a... No, yeah, probably. Uh, oh, no, what's your other option? No, that, no, bags of hair was actually the... So well, it has to be four options. Yeah, so it was liters of coke, countries, bags of hair, and days. That's what I had. So just to clarify, right? The last one was, uh, I think it was pints, kilometres, burgers, and oh, I can't even remember what the other, uh, maybe shots to kill, college shots to kill, whatever. But, um, so it was like, you know, oh, you drink six, six pints, then you eat 12 burgers, then you do 18 shots to kill, then you do 24 kilometres. Yeah, but I actually, so what am I meant to do with, oh, I'll, I'll eat six bags of hair. <laughs> well, that's a decision. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a poor decision. <laughs> Six bags of hair, drink 12 litres of coke to wash it down, um, and then, you know, uh, you know, travel to 18 countries in 24 hours. And the, the last one? 24 hours. Oh, hours. Hours. Uh, yeah, so I missed that one. I was trying to think outside the box, because I know you mentioned, like, Donuts and food, and I was like, oh, I don't really want to do that one. I think like really mad and see what he goes. I didn't realize you had to consume the hair, but I also didn't really know what you were going to do with the hair. <laughs> you know. But like, what did you think? It was. I don't know. I thought I was like, this could be funny, but obviously it, it No, to be fair, it, it is very funny. That you like, that you just didn't really get it. Yeah, you know that like you're you're a consultant, right? So you're a drink consultant. You go to a brand and they give you a brief. Sometimes oh, they don't give me every in 24 hours we have to do 6, 12, 18 or whatever. Why would they be eating people's hair? Man, sometimes you nail the brief, sometimes you don't. And I'll tell you what, you have not nailed it. <laughs> oh yeah, I actually do feel like I've messed that one up, sorry about that. Um, yeah, that was kind of that's kind of like where we're, where we're at. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I feel like I, I feel like that was a letdown, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry, click the link to watch the latest podcast. <laughs> you really enjoy that. Um, I fancy some oysters. We'll probably have a, a, another drink here. Because they are they are known for their stout. We're actually just not drinking stout at the minute because we want to try some local stuff. I think trying local is important. I think everywhere we go, we're going to try to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the next one, can we reveal? Oh, Dan, we're going to reveal. Yeah, so we're going to Wexford. Um, yeah, very excited for that. So, uh, Tim and the Johnny and Spy on the Ground. Good friend of ours. Um, uh, lovely, great bowl, but again, we'll be trying to drink some local stuff down there when we're down there as well. Yeah. Home of the Southeast Whiskey Festival. And Rizzles. 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 Yeah. Rizzles. Yeah. yeah, which we 
bread or fried, that's going to be something that we're going to Bread or batter pop from there. Bread or batter pop. Hun, yeah. That is, yeah. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, so if you are about Wexford, we will be there next week. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, depends on what you're watching. The next episode, actually. Uh, so like, share, subscribe. Uh, go on to Reddit, complain about us. Uh, say that, you know, here's two more wankers you're viewing points. Uh, oh, I didn't need my life. What, what would, actually, sorry, actually, do you know what? Don't worry about what he just said. What would you have put as 6, 12, 18, 24? What, sh- what should I have asked Michael? Anything. Literally anything. Anything that was within the parameters of the game. Uh, yeah, do you want to drink? Yeah. Just, yeah. Let's just wrap this up. Well, here, thanks for episode two um, of Fire for Watching, episode two of Fair Decisions. Uh, huge thanks to Thomas Connolly. Like, it, honestly. Was the... Uh, Next week, uh, next episode, yeah. yeah. Like, Check share, subscribe, yeah. go on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Cheers. Slaunch it. Slaunch it. <sighs>